Hey guys, it's Cora. This is Ethan. I'm James. And Camille. And we are the Cleanagers. And today we're going to be talking about mental health in relation to getting a job, leaving a job, and like all the in-between with that. So like process of leaving, process of getting one. Because all of us have had jobs. Some of us are still in jobs. Some of us are leaving jobs. So it's kind of like this is a very topical thing for all of us. Ethan, I know you're really excited about this. So excited. Do you have something that you want to say right now? Um, I would say I'm actually in the midst of experiencing both, leaving and getting a new one. I don't even know where to start with the mindset aspect. It's just, especially for my reason of leaving a job, it's very bittersweet. I don't want to, but I also want to grow and experience more at this new job. So my mindset when it comes to it, I guess, like, it's like, yeah, like I'm leaving. And I really wasn't there for long. Like, I was only there for, like, a couple months, but I, I really started to like my coworkers even more. <laughs> so it's, like, that's really what makes it hard, especially, like, when you're around good people and in a good environment. It's, like, I would say that's what makes it hard. Even just the decision of leaving in general, like, actually doing it, I feel like, okay, it's, like, a little easier. But, like, coming to that decision, like, yeah, I want to leave. Well, I feel like I need to leave to grow more. It's hard. And now being at this new job, it's also bittersweet. <laughs> They're both in the same industry, like food industry, which I actually like. That's actually why I got the new job. It's very, it's very involving. My first job was first was just carry out and take out. Now the second one is very much, um, I'm a server assistant. So I walk around, fill waters, and make sure that the customers are good and stuff like that, which I, I really do like. Um, I like engaging with people. I would say mindset when it comes to that is very... So it's a little bit easier because your work environment does play a huge role. The people that I'm surrounded by are definitely making it easier. And for me personally, I just have a lot on my plate (laughs) because since I'm finishing out this last, my last little bit of my two weeks notice this weekend, it's like I work all weekend, including Sunday. I don't work on Sunday, child. I never work on Sunday. So that's really like, (laughs) so like yesterday, it was just so much. Well, okay, so like this week in general, starting a new job, setting the email for my two weeks notice was like actually a lot. Yesterday, I like cried because I was so overwhelmed. I was I was like doing a lot. So I don't, it can be a lot, but it's not always a bad thing. Right. Uh, leaving a job and getting a new one. Simply just for me personally, like I said, it was just I, I want to grow more and more experience. And that's what I can, I, I can honestly say I'm getting more at this new job. Just meeting people and networking you just never know. And it's not always a bad thing, leaving jobs. And I thought, like, quitting a job made me a quitter. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to quit. Like, I don't want to quit anything. I'm not a quitter. But if it's for a good reason, quitting isn't a bad thing, especially if you do it the right way. Because I was like, I don't want to burn bridges with anybody. It was a really, really nice place to work. I just didn't want to burn any bridges. So I sent in my two weeks notice. And the the manager was very understanding. Like, she just wanted, she checked up on me and made sure I was okay what was the reason for leaving, like, if it's something that she didn't know about. So she was very understanding and very caring. So especially, like, when you, like I say, if you, it takes a village (laughs) to get to that point um, and to make that entire process easier. So that's what I would say. It's not always a bad thing. Getting a job, that was also a lot for me. Getting this new job, it was a lot because I feel like I just made the process so much harder. What'd you do that made it harder? I I left here. I had to interview at 3 o'clock. It's Saturday, right? So I work. I work every Saturday, uh, every Friday and Saturday at the other job. My interview was at 3 o'clock down the street. I walked. It was like a 20-something-minute walk. <laughs> so Girl. 
<laughs> I didn't realize it was that long of a walk until I Google Maps it. So it was it was like I got to the place. I got to the place. I actually made it on time, like right at three o'clock. And I was like, hi, I'm here for an interview. Da, 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 da. I fill out my paperwork and then I'm sitting there for like 30 minutes. I'm like, wow, I got to go. I got to go to my other job because it started at four. Going from downtown to Legacy Village, like <laughs> that Uber was pretty hefty. Y'all, I stressed myself out that day. And then coming back, I was like, they probably don't even want to see me for an interview because I, li- I, I came and I dipped. Like, that's, that's all well, I two, did. Well, your interview was scheduled for three, right? Mm-hmm. So that's on them for not starting the interview mm-hmm. at three. Just saying. No, yeah. like to, and also just for everybody out there, too. Like, if you are on time to your interview and the interviewer is, like, 30 minutes late, don't beat yourself up over mm-hmm. that because that's not – you can't control that. Yeah. And it's also not your fault that that yeah. happened. So that was just, like, a whole – day within itself like that was a process I was like they they don't want to they probably don't want to see me that was where my mind was and I I made sure that I got the job before I put in my two weeks notice before anything happened and um I ended up getting the job I went back for the interview and then I got the job and I I continued my training next week so I really like it I really really do and I'm very excited it's just kind of hard yeah leaving the other job because I didn't tell anybody and I really do like them and I respect them so much. But that's also me being a people person. Right. Like, I really... So it's yeah. not a bad thing. It's really not. So the day that we're recording this is going to be my last shift at mm-hmm. my current job. And I, although, like, I still call it... I put in... I just called it... I put in my notice because I put in my notice, like, the second week of January. And I'm like, I will do the rest of our scheduled shift. Because being in an assistant manager position, you got to train up your replacements. Mm-hmm. And even though it wasn't good for my mental health anymore to still be working there. I still love the team. I mm-hmm. love the bakery manager. Her and I are such great friends. So I wasn't just going to be like, hey, um, I'm leaving in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, uh-oh, deal with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what did make it actually, because for a while, it's been a lot on my mental health and things have just been piling on. But what had kept me there for so, so long was the team. Mm-hmm. It's such there was such an amazing team. They all had my back. I remember there was one day I was working like a ten hour shift, and I was just I was so tired. Mm-hmm. And one of my coworkers was like, "I'm gonna go get you coffee. What do you want?" Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I, "You don't have to." But then she was talking about how like Duncan had the new oat milk shake and espresso. And I'm like, "Oh, that sounds good." So then she comes back and she brought me one. Yeah. And so like. That like the whole team, they're all so sweet. It's been a bittersweet few days because on um, Thursday and Friday, I both I went into the job early to be like, "Bye guys," because for a whole month we'd been prepping everybody for like I'm about to leave. But a lot of people were like, "Come here, give me a hug," especially because like half the team the entire time that they've been at my job, they've only they've known me being there. There mm-hmm. there hasn't been a time where they didn't know me there yeah so it's also in fact like one of my coworkers was saying she's like it doesn't feel real to me like I can't imagine coming here and you not being mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. so today's like a whole bittersweet <coughs> thing even though it's like I need to do it mm-hmm. in fact I the reason why I gave myself so much time too was just in case if I was like oh my god I regret my decision because that's how my anxiety likes to manifest itself it likes to be like well I know you're doing this now but you're going to regret it, and then you can't go back. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. which I can. They've told me that multiple times. They're like, you're always welcome back here. We'd love to have you back. I won't be going back. Mm-hmm. For the time being, I'm going to kind of take like a little break from working, aside from the cleanagers. I'm going to put all my time into the cleanagers right now because I love it. And it, I think that's also part of why I felt comfortable leaving is because I had something else that I knew could occupy my time Mm -hmm. so that I wasn't mentally struggling with oh my god what am I gonna do I have no structure to my day Mm -hmm. because the entire reason why I applied for a job in the first place was because it was like four months into the pandemic and I'm going stir crazy I'm like I need something Mm -hmm. I'll work somewhere where I'll be doing stuff and immediately I loved it there I was picking up shifts like every day I had like two days off a week I'd go like two weeks without a day off sometimes too mostly with my choice at the beginning Mm -hmm. but that's because like I got that job to help with my mental health and it did it did for a while until it stopped obviously Mm -hmm. but I, I think it can be having a job can be a really good thing for you mentally because it gives you that structure, especially when, you know, you can't be in school. You, you don't, can't, can't do anything else. Right. Even though sometimes dealing in the customer service field is so painful, especially like just people just wanting their way. So they deem that they, they act like you gave them the worst customer mm-hmm. service experience yeah. ever. Yeah. When it's like, I'm just doing my job so mm-hmm. that I don't get fired or not with the whole in brand standard. And that like, again, that's not even why I left like. Customers can be a handful, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they weren't the ones that were making my mental health tank. It mm-hmm. was just other things mm-hmm. on top of that. It's crazy that you even say, like, the team, because that's, I think I, I just had to, but that's what makes it really hard, especially, mm-hmm. but that's how you know that you're at a good job, too, when you are surrounded by people who genuinely care, who want to help you. My first day at the job, people were introducing themselves, like, Hey, I'm so-and-so. Are you okay? I know it's your first day. How are you liking things? Right off grip. First day. Okay, I know I'm in the right place because people care. So when you guys are looking for a job, I would say reading the room is pretty important. Like knowing right off grip who to talk to or... Right. So when I say who to talk to, like reading the vibes a little bit because I already knew that there were some people there. I was like, oh no, he seems strict. I I can't talk to him. And the (laughs) right people will come to you. Or if you just need help, it's it's nothing wrong with asking a question. Then you be surprised who you meet. Meet some pretty good people um, at jobs and... I would say in the midst of the pandemic, I was still working at my first job where I work there and I work out there. So that was a really, really good escape. I, I, I feel like people talk down on jobs because like, yeah, they don't care about you and all that, 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 but sometimes it really can't sometimes help you. Like, cause you never know me, the customers, the engagement and what you learn about yourself. I've learned so much about myself working with customers, how to communicate better. And I'm still working on my communication, but well, you just learn so much about yourself in the world and your surroundings and especially being like in a management position you directly impact how the job impacts everybody else mm-hmm. <laughs> and Go i deeper guess into that. yeah because i had <laughs> there were i would like i came up front one day and like three of my coworkers were just like cora you're like a mom to us mm-hmm. mind you two of these people are older than me mm-hmm. <laughs> so i'm kind of like Okay, that's weird, but mm-hmm. nice. Uh, and then yesterday when leaving, like, everybody was like, what, you're not going to give me a hug? And just, ha- like, shaping that experience. Because some people will leave a job because the management sucks. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that, like, drives them away. 
So I think also being in a position where you can make the management team a good experience for everybody else and being there for everybody else, it's also it doesn't just impact you, it impacts the entire experience. And that's why they said that you can always come back. Because when you also, like, leave it, like, I'm saying this right now, I can, like, long-term, if I need something, I would, I can comfortably say, like, I can go back without having to worry about, oh, I left a bad taste in their mouth or something like that. It was uh, it was a good experience. Um, and that's how I can say with all of my jobs, to be honest. I only have, like, four jobs. I can comfortably say, like, if I left and I wanted to come back, then I could. Because I'm, like, a good person. I don't burn bridges. It was very nice and stuff like that. So that's very important, too. Like, if you know that you can go back to a job. See, jobs aren't bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, jobs are not a bad thing. You all, you actually need one to, I feel like you need one to grow and experience more. Because I wasn't going to get a job at all. Like, point blank, period. I, I, I was not a person to be like, oh, I don't want to work for somebody. I got my business. But it's like, I learned more about myself working for other people than working for myself. Right. Truthfully, truthfully. So Camille and James, what about you two? You know what's the funny thing? My experience is like polar opposite to yours. Really? Yeah, it's polar. It's all it's negative. It's polar opposite. I got my job in the midst of the pandemic. I didn't, I, it was really no motivation for me to get a job, really. Only reason I got a job is because that's all I kind of knew. You know, everybody I know, oh, get a job, get a job. You know, you got to get a job. This, so... I was just like, I get a job, you know, I work. I ended up getting a job. Wasn't there super, super long. I didn't like it. Environment was bad. You know, you just, just around, I'm, I'm around, I was around a lot of people that were older than me and they were, they didn't want to be there. And it's like, oh, go do this. Go take the trash out. Go do this. Go do that. So I was just like, I don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't want to well, be there. Well, and also, because this isn't, <laughs> my dad's kind of the opposite because he was always just like, you don't need to get a job. Please don't get a job. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of people around me, like, their parents were like, get a job. Why aren't right. you getting a job yep. right now? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think whenever that's the pressure put on you, you start off that job in a very negative light. You didn't want to be there. You didn't choose to be there. Well, well, uh, not that I didn't choose to be there. It was kind of like... Well, I, well, peer pressure is still... It was, it was more of, that's the only route I, I know. I knew everybody I know had a job. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get a job. I'm putting you that know? up to peer pressure. I know it's not like intentional peer pressure, but it's kind of like because at the end of the day, I chose I chose to walk in the door and say, hey, I want to work here, and that was my choice. And you know, it wasn't right. you have to do that. So mm-hmm. and I and I won't I won't, I don't want to make it seem like it was just terrible. It was horrible because I do agree with you, Ethan, where it's like you learn a lot about yourself working, and that's. Something I did. I learned I'm not a people person. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm not a people person. Mm-hmm. Well, I always knew that, but I'm like really. Uh, but it like set that in stone. Yeah, I get what I'm you're trying to say. I'm not a people. I'm, I'm good around like a select group of people who are like like-minded in a way. Other mm-hmm. than that, um, The back of house group. You're yeah, introverted. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Around, or wait, wait, wait. You're extroverted around people that uh, you're comfortable with, but introverted around people you don't know. Because that's how I am. I'm the same way. I don't. I'm just like, extroverted. I'm a very guarded person, I'd say. I'm mm-hmm. very guarded around people. I'm so. very guarded too, but I'm really good at putting up a facade, which oh, sounds see, like no. so fake. That's like, that's why I can like come into every episode and be like, hey guys, so this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And like on the inside, I might not be that happy, Cora. I mean, I am here. I love, I love everything here, <laughs> but I'm good at putting up like, a facade, which is why I've been okay in customer service, because I can always say, hi, welcome in. Is this your first time in? 
oh, would you like me to give you a tour of the case? Uh, are you here for a special occasion? Just a treat? And, like, just, right. like, it's a script to follow. But that's not a facade. I think that's just you and Jenna. That's just, that, no, yeah. that's yeah. acting um, to a script. Cause, no, because I'm telling you, like, I'll, then I'll go to the back and I'll just be like, bruh. Really? <laughs> See, yeah, what am I doing that, here? That means you're just, you're better at. Customer service. Acting. Yeah, like, you know, I'm saying, but. <laughs> No, but you you're better you're better at you're more in control of your emotions than I am. I'm not that. I wouldn't say in control I'm not, of my emotions, like, like, like but the, I know what the, you're trying to say. For that example, yeah, because I'm not that. If I don't like you, I don't want to be there. You gonna know I'm, I don't like you. No, that's why I yeah. say you know I'm a good actor. Play. You yeah, know, know, like I'm not I'm not good at that. Just also I don't why I'm a good liar. I don't, I don't <laughs> wanna, if, if I don't want to be there, I'm gonna make it. If I don't say nothing, you're going to see it on my face that I don't right. want to be there. But see, it's yeah. good to know that so that, like, for your next job, you can tell them I'm not a people person. Put me in the back. Right. I'll stock. Right. I got the muscles because right. you box. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, so that's a good thing to know. Two, like, self-awareness. One of the things that my boss, the owners of the business said to me when I was first getting the promotion, they were like, you can never let the team know how you're actually feeling when you have a bad day. Why? Why? Yeah. Because it brings down the mood of the entire team. So... I was kind of like, oh. That kind of sounds stressful. Yes. So, but that's also, like, why I said, like, that's why I put up a facade. Because sometimes, like, I am having the worst day. I am not mentally there. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I have to pretend like I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I have to pretend like, I love it here. I'm so happy. For 10 hours. Right. Uh, Usually it's less, thank God. Because on the 10-hour ones, I let my facade like break, especially yeah. in the back. Like I'll go to the back and I'll be like, "All right, y'all, I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling it today. I'm mm-hmm. sorry." Right. But but yeah, um, but I will say, you know what though, there is a positive to it though, because I found that in me not liking the just get a job and hey, I found I was able to do things that I actually care about right. after the fact. Like a lot of the things I'm doing now, clean edges and other stuff I'm involved in are things I would like to do. And I get paid to do a lot of those <laughs> things. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know. Absolutely. So I'm I'm able to find something more in line with my passions. And I want to be there. I don't mm-hmm. want, you know. So mm-hmm. so it's a positive to it. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, look, I look back now and s- could have handled it a little different because I burnt the bridge. I'm, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I, burnt, I burnt the bridge. But, I mean, you you know, you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Experience so is experience. The, the moral of the story is more good came out of it than bad. Yeah. Right. What about, about you, Camille? Camille? Oh my god! <laughs> okay, go oh Camille. No. <laughs> like I've only had like three jobs. Two of them, I worked in the summer, going into senior year. So I was at the mall, and then like with my tennis coach teaching like kids. That <laughs> I got hit in the face with a tennis racket, and I was like, I, I'm not even gonna talk about that. But mm-hmm. I did. I was mad, and like a kid hit me with the rat, and I'm like, on, on purpose. <coughs> no. Oh, okay. As, as long as I just but I did to have sure. to deal with some kids I that would have done it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm just <laughs> kids. Yeah. My my other one was at the mall, and I guess that was like my first real job. I guess I mean you can consider that one a real job. That's like my first like it's experience, like real job with other people that I don't know because everybody there I knew them because I played tennis with them. The before and then plus my tennis coach i've known them all for like years Mm -hmm. i'm not a people person Mm -hmm. like i agree like i understand how you feel james because i I just can't i like people like i don't know customers like you'll know how i feel on by the tone of my voice Mm -hmm. because like you know with wearing the mask and stuff and like working now 
Like, people ask me how I am, and I'll be like, I'm fine. Like, I'm good. Yeah. But they'll look at me like, bro, you're not we good. Like, yeah, because some customers have been like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, but I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your job like, at the mall? Like, what'd you do? I worked at a clothing store. It was oh, pretty cool. retail. Yeah. It was kind of cool-ish. James, was your retail or food service? Um, fast food. So food service. Okay. So three oh food service. and Which is probably why worst decision for a first job ever <laughs> so have you done a food service job before camille or just no retail? i've been thinking about working at the dunkin up the street from my house because it's like 11 25 an hour plus tips what's the thought though like what are you thinking about like what's the process like what's going through your mind let's talk about it money <laughs> <laughs> i just i just want money like that's honestly like it. like i yeah. just want to like do you feel like once you get that material girl I'm serious. I like buying clothes. My friend works at Taco Bell. And like after a certain time, she makes $17 an hour. Like after like seven o'clock, she makes Taco Bell. Yeah, she's been working there for a year or two now. That's more than me. Holy wow. She's making bank working there. And I'm like, girl, I kind of want to work there now. Yeah. The only thing I will say is. That's food service. She don't like it though. Yeah, that that's. I mean, her coworkers. She likes the coworkers, but but it's it's especially it's the like, customers, right? Yeah. yeah. But see, like that's well, because you can easily brush past that though. Like customers come and go. It's their co- it's their environment. Your coworkers. That yeah. Well, that's but like for some food thing. service shops, especially like yeah, when people decide I'm going to complain about every little thing about this meal, I want it in every way that I can't have it. Mm-hmm. That's when it gets to a point where it's just yeah. like. How many times do I have to tell you you physically cannot do this? Yeah. And that if I let you do this, I will get in trouble. Yeah. We can't do this for you. So that's when it gets super stressful, especially when I'm like, well, they do it at the other location over there. Yep. Um, yeah, they love saying yeah. that. Yeah. They love, love saying And then it's just like, well, then go there because oh, we I can't do it. Yeah, I, I know. I like, I've had it before. Okay, it's not like that <laughs> right? now. So you need to relax. I it's give like you they're a done better in Columbus. One. <laughs> I give you a better example. Uh-oh. Or you doing your job. Doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Somebody else messing up, and the blow black get back, and then Ugh. you end up getting blamed or getting in trouble for it. That's yes. used to Wait, to me you know what all is the time. Also annoying too. Like when you're supposed to be like doing your job, and like the customer's in the wrong. Like oh, say they're trying to return some past the, like the date, uh-huh. and you're telling them no, and they make you get a manager, and the manager like still lets them return. Just something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just an example. Like that kind of like bothers me a little bit because oh. I'm like, bro, because now you just made me look stupid in front of yeah, this person. So like, do not worry, them. especially because sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. But no. as a manager, I have to say that this is I, especially because like when there's a problem with a customer, I'll be there listening in the back. Like I'll hear everything, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll literally come up. They'll be like, "Okay, thank God it's a manager," and then I'll just say the exact same thing the person just said to them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "I'm sorry. Well, we don't do that." I'll give them the same options. Sometimes I'm actually a little meaner about it. Not like like intentionally, but mm-hmm. sometimes I'm just like, we don't do that. We never have. It's against brand standard. We'd get in trouble for it. The mm-hmm. entire business would get in trouble for it, mm-hmm. which sometimes is an exaggeration. But to a certain degree, it's actually not because when you have, because I don't know if you guys have ever worked at a place where you've had the term brand standard tossed around a lot. Mm-hmm. What is that? Because you keep saying that. So when something is brand standard, it means like, so like with nothing but cakes, mm-hmm. that signature frosting style, that is brand standard. 
if you do anything to modify that in any way, shape, or form, you are going against the standard of that brand. Uh-huh. Like how they got right. it at Dairy right. Queen with the little hook on the yeah. ice cream. It's like if you do, if you don't do what the brand is known for, what the brand mm-hmm. is seen for, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you'll get in trouble. Mm-hmm. That's also why, like, like those buntinis that they look perfect, the ones that we have. But if it gets messed up even a little bit, that circle that we can't sell it kind of thing. So when people are like asking for things that specifically go against the brand that we've built, you can't do it. You can't do it because that's the image that the public sees of this brand. And if it gets out that like one person got something that does not live up to the image, the brand has been Mm -hmm. showing it gets around Mm -hmm. and then the brand themselves will get upset with you. We have a district manager that comes in quarterly to make sure we're doing everything correctly. And we'll get points deducted if, like, the cake swirl isn't quite right, like, on the inside of the cake. So not even what you'll see until you slice open that cake Mm -hmm. to eat it. You'll only really hear brand standard when it comes to a franchise that is known for a very specific thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you work at, like, McDonald's or Burger King, they do have a brand standard, too. They just don't toss it around as much because it's not like they copyrighted the style of the burger. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Nothing Bunk Cakes owns, like, that frosting style mm-hmm. is their property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you, if you get caught selling something with that frosting style, you can get pursued with legal action. Mm-hmm. Just a deep dive into the brand standard thing, but, yeah. So, what job are you considering again? What do you mean? Getting. You said you wanted to get a job. It was it, it was. Oh, between. oh, up at Duncan. So by my house. So do you like your job now? Yeah, but like I'm seasonal, so I don't know what they're kind of doing with my schedule. Like that's a whole other. Really seasonal. Yeah, I started off seasonal, and I had talked to them about like coming on like as like a regular worker, and they said like, oh, we were trying to see like who we can keep and stuff. But I'm the only high schooler like worker there that was seasonal everybody that was seasonal was college mm-hmm. right so i'm pretty usually. sure i was the only one left but i had put in time off for next week so i'm not gonna i'm gonna be in, out of town and they didn't schedule me for two weeks but scheduled me the week that i go on vacation and then they just took me off the whole schedule completely so i don't know if i'm fired i don't know you should probably double check <laughs> yeah double yeah check. i am i'm waiting till like they put out the um schedule but they usually do it like three weeks in like advance so it's yeah. like three weeks like ahead like the schedule's like at wow. that point just that's do the whole month time. yeah well because we at nothing bunk cakes we do the schedule monthly so you turn in your availability they build the schedule around it if stuff comes up you can still like be like i can't come in like yeah that's what i'm about to do child but <laughs> <laughs> i hope it's for stuff that's serious yeah I don't you better know. not well, be disclosing that on the on well the so it had just came out <laughs> right. The schedule just came right. out. No, no, because the schedule just came out, and I'm like, yeah, I need that day off. So. <laughs> well, if, if that's for your new job, then yeah, then yeah, you you yeah, that's fine because right. you got you actually can't work. <laughs> it's like it's like mental gymnastics when working at a job too. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, sometimes it's like I feel so great. Like sometimes, like if I'm in the back and I'm just frosting cakes, I'm like I can be in the zone. Yes, girl. Yes. But then sometimes it's like another one. Y'all really ordered another full size cake? Mm-hmm. Oh I just God. frosted a full size cake. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. 
It's yeah, yeah. it's just oh, and, then and it takes some getting used to, like knowing the people, knowing the environment, <clears throat> knowing your responsibilities. I would say like the hard thing for me working in the food is the menu. I, I had the hardest time knowing the menu, yeah. and I was like, oh really, girl? That was, your, that was your hardest. Yeah, <laughs> like no, knowing. What's the difficult menu. is when they change prices. Really? So then, so then you're like, like, because once you get it down and memorize right. it, yeah. I mean, yeah. and then they change right. prices on you. So then you're about to tell somebody, like, actually, that'll be the, uh, <laughs> it's not that anymore. It's yeah. actually this. Yeah. Because, yeah, at that point, it's like, oh, God, I'm going to mess up and somebody's going to get mad because yeah. I did not get something at our old price. I actually wanted to, okay, last thing. I actually wanted to touch <laughs> on what you just said about someone messing up, messing up and then you get the blame. I Happened to me, too. Bro. I am literally the one that makes that mistake. Oh, but okay. I take blame for it, though, because, like, I have to send the orders in the back. Mm-hmm. And it will be, like, one mistake, like, that doesn't go on there. Why would you put that on there in the first place? Like, I'm that person. That, so, yeah. so letting you know, like, it's definitely my fault. But I will take the blame. I'll be like, oh, my gosh, my God. Well, it, but I think also with what James is saying, too, sometimes the person blaming you hasn't even checked to see oh. if it's somebody else. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. It's like, oh, you messed up. I'm like, what you mean? Because oh, that, my something bad. Something like okay. that <laughs> happened to me when I was clocked in on the system back when I like, first started, and somebody else put an order through. So my name was on the ticket. So a manager came up to me. She's just like, um, we actually can't do this because it's against brand standard. And I went, I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, but your name's on the ticket. I'm like, I... I just clocked into the system and yeah. it was up. I didn't, I have no idea who even did that. Yeah. So that's also like, because I've experienced that in the management position, I'll walk up and first I'll say, did you put this order in? Mm-hmm. And if they say no, then I'll try to find out who it did. But and then before I talk to them and go, okay, so you kind of can't do this. Mm-hmm. So I try to also not also come off on the attack to be like, Wow, James, you really messed up here. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. see, I'm one like that for me. Oh, oh you meant you did? I'm like, listen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> listen, bro, I don't want to be here right now. Like, see, but I'm petty, though, so I need to leave early or I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> oh I'm out. God. You know, something won't get clean, and I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, because, you know, I'm, I'm doing don't my Don't let job. me be your boss. No, no <laughs> I won't last long. <laughs> <laughs> so just a real quick question would you get a job before you go off to college yeah i, w- I need money for college i need yeah. to save yeah i am pretty That's sure that i will be too yeah yeah no i'm gonna be working this summer i'm yeah. gonna be let us know what you game. get i want to know i want to know i just I started i i think i start february 1st here because i i'd like this like admin job she had gave it to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i'm doing that but that's not like a full-time thing so mm-hmm. look at you go yeah so i'm gonna get another one just to have like more money mm-hmm. it's here let us know so let us know no but you also are saving for college too it's not like you're blowing your whole paycheck yeah so it's like, for yeah. your reason i need money i need a money management class that's Uh-oh. what i need i'll give you a money management class like, i got you really i'm terrible at saving oh yeah no oh, I got, my savings account looks oh. real cute right now Girl, that's I what put. I'm I literally about. put fifty percent of my paycheck into that savings account, and then another percent goes into a different account that I can't touch. So I'm left with a small percent of money left over to spend. That's what I'm talking but about. You better keep doing that, girl. Yeah, that's material, bro. Because then I can just spend my money on whatever I want, what I got left. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. We'll definitely have to touch base on when people are getting new jobs again, especially to like check in, do like a little mental health check in. Yes. Uh, Will James be blamed for something again at a new job he gets? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Cleanagers. The Cleanagers is brought to you by Black Girl Media and Youth Opportunities Unlimited. This episode features Cora, your engineer, Camille, James, and Ethan. Find us at cleanagers.com and follow our socials at cleanagers.